0: What someone chooses to do with their body and how someone chooses to sexually express themselves is none of our business as long as they're not harming us or someone else. But who are we to judge them? Because everyone is at a different stage in their life. So if I cannot iterate it enough, the slut shaming has to end, my friends. It's not cool. It's not cool to put other women down for the way that they choose to live their lives. It's not cool to put other people down if their beliefs differ than our own. Hello everyone. Welcome to Subwitches. Witches. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. In today's TMI, uh, we are going to be talking about sexual energy and sexual self-expression sexual discovery and mostly sex without shame. I don't have a flow at all for this episode so please bear with me. I just have some talking points that I wanted to discuss and just have an open and honest conversation around hookup culture and the orgasm gap and all that good TMI stuff. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. It's really just going to be a stream of consciousness and I'm going to be channeling whatever's coming through me, but please proceed with a sense of curiosity and playfulness because sex isn't so much to be taken seriously and so much shame around sex comes from thinking that we can only have sex to procreate. Um, It's very interesting because in my society, at least in America, our culture like glorifies sexual quote unquote innocence. And it's very odd because everything in America is sexualized. It's all about who can have the biggest boobs. Uh, Now the trend has changed to having a huge ass and women just being fuckable and sex objects. And I feel like more than ever, women are objectified and it really hurts my heart. So, so much of this shame leads to having mindless sex and I am not one to frown upon hookups. I think that hookups do have their place, especially if we are recovering from sexual trauma and we all have the right to explore and engage in sexual self-expression and learn who we are through sexual discovery. But many of us go about it in a very unsafe way. Um, And I think a lot of this has to do with rape culture and porn. And I want to make sure that your hookups, like anything else that we talk about in this podcast, being centered around mental health and spirituality, really are serving you and they're mindful and they're to serve you that they don't hurt you or bring you down and you don't end your hookup with feeling guilt and shame and anxiety. So we'll dive into this a little bit more today. Thank you so much for listening. Please feel free to like, rate, subscribe, and share. And I also want to thank all of my beautiful witches for helping me to reach 4,000 listeners it's so funny. I feel like every month the listenership jumps uh, because last month it was 3,000. This month it's 4,000. So I really appreciate all of your continued support and let's get into today's show. So let's get into the nuts and bolts of it. As always with any of these conversations we have, just know that this is my Point of view and my perspective, which is based on my own life experiences. So it's okay for you to have your own values and opinion. I encourage you to. I encourage you to be a free thinker and to really be open-minded and question beliefs, whether they're mine or your own. It's really important to be inquisitive here, but please just be respectful. Um, If something I think differs from you or vice versa, it's never helpful to try to force um, our own beliefs down someone else's throat that's not productive. So I hope that you can come into this and just know that what I'm saying is my own truth, but that you are completely free to have different beliefs. And I really do encourage that. So let's jump into it. Let's talk about sexual empowerment. Um, When talking about sex at all, any type of behavior we engage in with another human being, I want you to focus less on what other people think about it or how, you know, society's views around it perhaps even religious if you were raised in a conservative household such as myself my mom is extremely traditional and kind of manipulates me and puts me down for my own beliefs because she feels I'm not entitled to have values that differ from her own so let's try to wipe the slate clean as I stated a few seconds ago and think for ourselves when engaging in sex or dating or hookups or whatever Know that you are entitled to that, but let's start getting really curious about how these experiences make us feel. Because I know for me, in my past, historically, I went for a lot of guys that weren't emotionally available. And after every experience, whether I was hanging out with them or we were just talking or we had sex, like I felt like complete shit. But I thought I was sexually liberated. And I thought that by being super sexual and physical with these guys, like, that's what being sexually empowered meant. But at the end of the day, I felt very alone and I felt disgusted with myself and I felt bad all around. So I soon learned for me personally that engaging in one night stands or Sex with strangers didn't serve me personally. Maybe it serves you. But for me, I longed for that emotional connection. So I soon discovered that for me, sexual empowerment meant trusting my intuition. And for you, it might mean something completely different. You know, we're all entitled to have sex for different reasons. And just because someone doesn't agree with our reason, I think as long as we're not hurting anyone and we're not hurting ourselves, we're not being self-destructive, then fuck what other people think, you know? But this becoming sexually empowered goes hand in hand with having sexual breakthroughs. And I've had a lot of sexual breakthroughs, I think, throughout my life. You know, in my current relationship, I've learned to be more vocal and kind of navigate Um, The GPS of my body and give my boyfriend sort of like a roadmap and tell him what I like, what I don't like, and explore and have fun because that's what sex is about. And sexual power involves harnessing our sexual energy. So by healing my sexual energy, I found that the place that I was most harmed, which was my sexuality, is the place that I have the greatest potential to heal. And It's funny because as someone that is going to actually be a sexual health professional, aka sex therapist, sooner rather than later in the next few months, I think I became so interested in human sexuality and sexual behavior because of my own experiences having horrible sex or sex that I didn't want. Because it's funny, yesterday my girlfriend was texting me and she's like, I had sex with this person and I orgasmed like back to back and I felt very jealous because I've never been multi-orgasmic. Um, I think it's just the way that my body is. We know that women who have their clitoris is located closer to their vagina, um, and vagina and vulva are two different things, but we know that they are much more easily able to orgasm during a penis- in vagina sex, PV sex, but that's never been my experience, and I found myself comparing my experiences to my girlfriend's experience, even with all this, um, like, knowledge around sexuality, even though I knew it wasn't realistic, and most women, I think it's 15% of women actually orgasm during sex, or have orgasmed, I knew it wasn't realistic to place this expectation on myself, but I couldn't help but wonder, am I doing something wrong, are the partners that i've had sex with like not good enough and it just led to a lot of doubt and this is all part of my sexual discovery journey um not only exploring my physical sexual intimate body but also like learning where my blockages are uh, whether that be in my sacral chakra which is our sexual like around our sexual organs For me, it's been a lot about my heart chakra and blockages linked to not orgasming, uh, believe it or not, because if our heart is blocked, if we don't trust our partner, if we don't feel safe, then we're not going to orgasm. And orgasm really is all about surrender. (laughs) That's what it is. If you listened to my last episode, we talked about letting go and releasing, and a lot of people think that having good sex is about doing the right positions or having their partner look or act a certain way, but sex really isn't about acrobatics. Can I repeat that again? Sex isn't about acrobatics. It is about connection, and it's an energy exchange, and that's why I think I'm so adamant about hookups for me personally, because I know metaphysically, spiritually, that everything is energy, so if I am literally sharing my body with someone whose energy doesn't resonate with me, if I think, oh, this person has X, Y, and Z uh, behaviors, and that doesn't sit well, that doesn't align with who I want to be, we're quite literally engaging in an energy exchange and our bodies and our energies and our auras are merging so that's why i've decided to not have sex with people that i really don't know very well but i think that just because someone's toxic to me doesn't necessarily mean that they're toxic for another person and this is kind of like a rampage i just want to go on for a second the idea of toxic people this is becoming a lot more popularized in our society and I myself talk about toxic people but I think it's so overused and sometimes can be misconstrued with abuse which all abusive people are toxic but not all toxic people are abusive. I think that toxic people are people who don't serve our higher purpose or our spirit. Um, They don't align with our inner mission but It doesn't necessarily mean they have a personality flaw. It just means that they're toxic to us. And like I just said, someone that's toxic to me, very well might not be toxic to you. Often toxic people engage in unhealthy and dysfunctional behavior, sometimes controlling, manipulative, possessive, but this isn't always true. For me, as someone that's very introverted and highly sensitive and empathic, someone that is toxic to me might be someone that loves to party and go out or engage in using, like, drugs, which I personally don't choose to engage in, but that's just me. On the other hand, someone that loves going out and partying and is extroverted and outgoing and loves the nightlife, that same person might not be toxic to them. So just keep that in mind. I just wanted to touch on that because I think the word toxic is often, like, misunderstood. And if someone sees or views someone as toxic at they are definitively a bad person and that's completely not true so i just wanted to put that out there (laughs) anyway returning back to sex so a majority of us will only scratch the surface with sex and a lot of us including myself sometimes um are having sex on autopilot it's like a primal instinctual kind of thing that we do to reach orgasm and then we're done and we see sex as fucking and this is operating from our lower chakras. Um, most of us, when we have sex, uh, I call it fast food sex. It's like going through the McDonald's drive through It's cheap, it's easy, it's fast. Versus going to like a beautiful dinner on a beach or sitting in a steakhouse outside, even though I don't eat meat. <laughs> but most of us will have this, the first type of sex rather than the latter, And for a lot of us, it's just not fulfilling or satisfying. We're just satisfying the other person. And we're having sex because we want to feel desired in the short term, but it really doesn't serve us in the long term, at least from my experience. Um, It could be so uncomfortable to be this vulnerable and up close with people that a lot of us won't even make eye contact during sex. Um, So it's sad. Because I think a lot of people, from my experience, a lot of women, are having sex or sleeping with people that they really wouldn't want to absorb their energy. They really, deep down, don't want that energetic transference with. And I realized by reflecting on this myself, I did this not too long ago, over the summer, so I'm no saint, I'm not perfect in this. Um, and in 2016, when I was in a very violent, sexually abusive relationship, I was sleeping with my ex every day, and he was miserable. And it wasn't until like a few weeks ago that I put two and t- two together, and I was like, you know what? I'm an empath, and I'm a sponge, and I was miserable during that time but since then I'd like to say like I've become a much more empowered empath and knowledge is power so I have this wisdom to move forward if I so choose but I don't want to put down or dismiss sexual exploration because I think that's something we all need to go through and I don't subscribe to society's belief that We can only sleep with one person for the rest of our lives, that there's this one, and we should never have sexual feelings towards anyone else again. You all know my spiel about monogamy. So, so many of us have this sexual shame because we think that we shouldn't be feeling the way we're feeling. We shouldn't be experiencing the fantasies that we're experiencing. We shouldn't be thinking what we're thinking, or perhaps even we shouldn't be doing what we're doing. And hey, I'm not a proponent for cheating. I don't think that lying or being secretive or sneaking around is empowering. Um, I've done it myself, so I can't knock it. And I'm not judging anyone that does it. I think we all have our reasons. But I think if you want to sleep with other people besides your partner, that is perfectly fine. Like that is more than welcome. Just have that conversation and let your partner know That you'd like to explore non-monogamy or swinging or polyamory or whatever you want to call it. Because that's okay. And you have every right to those desires. We are all entitled to our desires. Also make sure that you're being safe when it comes to this. Um, Sexual safety is huge. I will never underestimate the power of consent. Talking before, after, and during sex. And not just listening to words. Of your sexual partners, but also listening to the body language, and we all learn this as we go, right? No one knows this off the bat. Um, this is why I'm a huge advocate for sex education because these things need to be taught, and it's not consent is not shown in porn. Um, in porn, it like men are emulating this dominance, this power, women are submissive and they're always like super dick hungry or thirsty for sex. There's no foreplay. There's no warming up. It's just not how real sex is. And men emulate what they see in porn. Um, There's so much misinformation so readily available. And I think porn, although I'm not a huge fan of it, I think it does have a purpose. Whether it's a couple exploring porn watching porn together seeing what turns them both on kind of um you know getting kinky and bdsm you can always look to porn for ideas or a woman that is recovering from sexual abuse or even a man that's been assaulted because let's not forget men have a lot of sexual violence against them as well especially um people in the lgbt community i cannot Like, that's so understated. So, let's not forget that. But it's just if porn serves you, if you're a survivor, you're healing, and you're gravitating towards porn, please go for it. Um, I will never, ever say how important masturbation is enough. And if you don't like that word, you could use solo sex. Um, Explore your body. Get okay with touch because many of us, especially survivors of um, rape and things like that, touch has always felt very unsafe to me. So something that I actually even tried doing on my healing journey was getting massages. And it's really unfortunate because I have been assaulted and violated sexually by people that I trusted, professional massage therapists who were men in my experience, but not always. Um, So that was really unfortunate, but make sure if you're exploring safe touch, go to someone that you trust and feel comfortable with. And maybe that's someone of the same sex, maybe it's not. That's something that's really helped me along my journey, not to mention all the tools of yoga and energy healing and meditation and journaling and therapy, oh God, therapy. But it's all led me on my sexual exploration journey, in my sexual self-discovery to where I am today. And that is, I'm in a relationship for once in my life where I don't feel like I have to earn someone's love. And I still struggle with these feelings of thinking I'm obligated to have sex when I don't want to or being sexually insecure about my vulva or my breasts and thinking my partner is wishing I was a different girl. But... For the first time in my life, I'm in a relationship with someone that knows I don't owe him anything. And he, quite frankly, like glorifies my body. And I feel really appreciated by him and respected. And I think that's huge having sex or just sharing ourselves and connecting with people that make us feel like we don't have to earn their attention. Because if we're doing the opposite, we'll feel degraded. And that shame will just continue to stir and stir and build and build. So in order to have the best sex of our lives, we have to one, heal our sexual energy. Become one with our sexual energy. Learn what our own sexual self-expression is. Have sex safely, whatever that means. Whether that's emotionally safe, physically safe, sexually safe. And learn to be okay with this is all a discovery. And that means sometimes we'll take wrong turns. And what's wrong for me might not be wrong for you, and that's okay. We're also very different. Because our projections create our perceptions. And we have to recognize this in order to have sex without shame. So talk about it. Realize that sex is something we're all doing, but so few of us talk about because there's this stigma attached to it that sex is dirty. And it's not. Sex is meant to be fun. It's meant to be a moment in which we connect with someone intimately, physically, and our own sexual selves. Because the right type of sex could be hella fucking healing and hella fucking enlightening. So I hope that you give this gift of safe sexual discovery sexual healing and sexual self-expression to yourself